0: Ladies and gents and everything in between Welcome to episode 72 of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour I am the titular Stace, your intrepid host through us Don't laugh at titular <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing, I know what you're doing I always find it funny too That's the way I have to say it uh, And those delightful little giggles you can hear in the background Are coming from animator extraordinaire and generally oh. lovely person oh. Tiny Evans, hello oh. Hey Oh, such a nice intro Oh, thanks. I hate intros. We we discussed this beforehand. I have done podcasting for many, many, many years and I don't know why I don't just have like a standard intro that I just slide on in there. Because I fucking hate doing this. I feel like I'm talking to you, but you know who you are, so it's weird.
1: Yeah, but the listeners need to need a good, you know good introduction. Yours are fun as as well. I I think because you hate it, it's fun. Like people love that. They can just feel <laughs> Completely uncomfortable I am. You can just yeah, you can just feel the saltiness and people are like, Yes, yes. I do you love salt? <laughs> hey How are you hey. Doing
0: today. I
1: am doing well, thank you. This is my first podcast. That's very
0: exciting. Are you excited? Mm. Nervous?
1: Haven't nervous. i N- haven't done a sick. <laughs> Go me. Uh, no, me. No, I have <laughs> no, been a bit nervous, like because, you know, good old make a tit of yourself is my forte. So it
0: <laughs> be interesting to see how many times I do that today. Yeah, the one good thing about not being a regular person on the podcast is that you don't have to worry about accidentally contradicting yourself a few episodes down the line. Because ah, I have a bit of a habit of being a bit fickle. For example, <laughs> when the movie The Dark Knight Rises came out, I was like, mm-hmm. it's the best thing that's ever bested in the best of bests. Uh, <laughs> But three episodes later I was like the movie was a bit shit though were not it <laughs> <laughs> I think a few people felt that way though yeah. um I, and about re- more than one film Yeah I rewatched it the other day and I I I mean I knew Bane's voice was stupid but it seemed to be <laughs> extra stupid <laughs> Oh man
1: oh good old I know but I think everyone just kind of loves him I mean one Tom Hardy done and two everyone can do his voice all they got to do is cup their hand put on a silly british accent and everyone's Feels a bit, yeah. And it seems to be his thing that Tom Hardy wears shit on his face. Like, it just seems to be his literal thing. Literal shit on his face. <laughs> I mean, Mad Max maybe a bit, but there's Mad Max. There's that film. There's Don Don Kirk. He's a pilot, so he's got the breathing like thing okay. on his face for like over half the film. Something about stuff on his face. I don't know. Don't know what it
0: is. Was he the guy that did a whole movie where he's like in a car, or have I made that up? Oh, I don't, I don't remember what I'm it's sure. called. This is a useless story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that thing I don't know about, but I don't know the name of. Yes, that one. Yeah, Not you know sure. That thing?
0: that thing with that guy. It was him, right? Huh? <laughs> uh, ooh, come on, Stace, be a better host <laughs> than me. I would like to talk to you a little bit about animation mm. because cool. That's my forte. You're an animated person. I am. What's that like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty cool. Right, where do I start? Uh, well, I actually have two jobs at the moment, which is also pretty rare, actually, I think, in animation. One of my jobs is an animator at Clothcat, and I'm working on a Chinese, like, kids' programme called uh, Lu Bay. So that's really interesting and fun, and the character is super cute. So whenever that's finished, I'll rant about that and people can show their kids and watch that. So that's on Cell Action, which is more like shape animation. So I guess anyone who doesn't do animation, this will be like, what? Um, but in layman's terms, I guess, cell uh, action is... What's oh, the closest I can compare it to? Okay, it's kind of like South Park, you know, like how they're obviously just shapes moving about on a flat screen. Yeah. Right, that's, that's the... But way better, just way better than South Park animation-wise. <laughs> but that's the easiest way I think I can sort of... It's like a digital puppet, basically, and you're moving the puppet around. So that's, that's my one job. And my other job is at Bell Productions and that's on paper, which is super rare now. So that's pretty cool. Um, and that's as a cleanup artist. Um, so that's on a short film, uh, with, uh, like one, one of the animators of the UK. Her name's Joanna Quinn. She's amazing. Uh, so she, she has a lot of rep in the animation world and she's doing her short film at the moment called, I should know the name of this. I always write her for letters. Affairs of the Art. Yes. That's the name of the short that she's currently doing. And that's all on paper, which is insane in the best way, because it's never done anymore. But if you do a mistake, it's the worst. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you're like, oh, God. I've, uh, it's, like, so unforgiving, traditionally. Like, in on a computer, you can just, you know, like, control Z, like, mm-hmm. done. Oh, but on paper it's like if you do a mistake you get that rubber and you hope you didn't press that pencil too hard on that paper or that mistake's there forever it's like cursing you <laughs> uh, yeah so I'm a cleanup artist on that um so it's kind of cool I'm using like two different skills in the week so one is a lot more uh cleaning up the drawings and making sure they emulate her style and in between stuff like that and then the other half of the week is no drawing at all just like just animation making making the character move and the performance and the poses and stuff like that so it's pretty different my week is pretty unique i guess compared to other animators where i guess they just have a job on a project whereas i've got two projects that stick up in the week um, i'm sorry.
0: sure other people do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i keep talking all talking over you i'm sorry <laughs> that's all right i'll let you off i keep just rambling so <laughs> cool <laughs> No, because I am um, a few episodes ago I had well, I say a few episodes, it was like a year ago now. I had Danny Abram on the show and she was Oh Danny I love Danny. How do you know Danny? She's um, like everyone knows her. It's like, yeah, it's like she's just she's just one of these people who just <coughs> seeps into everyone's lives in a good way. She's very <laughs> friendly. Terrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> very she's very friendly. Up. That that's good. That's helpful.
0: Yeah, and she was talking about how sometimes in animation it's like you'll have a job that you do like all the time a zillions of frames for like a month mm. and then all of a sudden it's like all right then bye i was like mm. that sounds
1: terrifying yeah Danny's a lot more um freelance than me so mm. i think she does a lot more like ads and short projects so like yeah like a month or something whereas i've never done that i've managed to not do it so far <laughs> because it also terrifies me <laughs> most of the time my contracts last maybe a year and then I yeah, then I have to find another job. But to do it in such short bursts, I think I'd be like, oh God, like shaking. Yeah, even a year sounds absolutely nightmarish to me. Like Yeah, I've I've come to accept that is just that that is my life now. That is that is the life I've chosen. There there is no more more than that. Um you can keep getting hired by the same studio, so that's sort of the closest you get to like a stable job. But if there's no project, there's no job. So
0: like when I used to do temp work in an office, I'd have a job for like three years and think, oh, God, what do I do? Yeah.
1: Oh, man. I worked at an office once. I think it's sort of good, especially for creative people, maybe just once to have a non-creative job. Just just to know, you know, what it's like on the other side, just to know the, you know, to really appreciate your job as well. <laughs> so my job, because I had the, the best unemployment stint after uni... <laughs> uh that was a time in my life so I went through which I think most people go through after uni which is basically oh god I'm in the real world now and I haven't got a job and how do I do that and so sometimes you're it's just pure luck if the job happens to be available when you're available and then on top of that you're a student like a fresh grad so you know you're you're in an ocean of applicants like Mm. to make yourself stand out is hard it is possible but I had to, I I did the I'm unemployed for six months base, and then my parents were like okay cool you need to get a job now and I was like uh, okay uh right uh so I worked in an office in a like construction office uh where they do all. it's they're like the in-between they're the office that organizes everything when a building gets built mm-hmm. so so That's not <laughs> not in my alley at all and I was the archivist, so my job was to grab all the boxes full of old projects and digitise them. So I had to organise them, take the staples out, scan them, label them, shred
0: them. <laughs> and that was my job. It was so thrilling. Oh. It's pretty much my first job yeah. was uh, with the NHS, and I did the same thing. It was, oh, we've got a shiny new electronic system. See all of these old paper patients? Oh, oh, we... Uh,
1: We've been on the same boat then. I mean, really luckily they, um, let me listen to music. I was like, cause I, I know normally that, you know, jobs don't let you do that. So I just plowed through so much Game of Thrones audiobooks and that was great because they are massive. So that lasted months, which was great. So that got me going for a while, but then eventually they ended. So, <laughs> and then I, and then I like, I went for um, a cell action course for two weeks, which I did have to pay for, but it was worth it because I got a job out of that. And I was like, huzzah, <laughs> I'm an animator now. So that was the best decision I ever made was like, because I was like, oh, man, I've paid like, you know, 10 grand for uni. Why do I have to pay more money? But it was the best decision ever.
0: <laughs> this is where I get jealous of people who know what they want to do in their lives. Because Ah. Yeah, totally, I haven't got through. <laughs> I mean, you're podcasting, though. That's pretty cool. You get to talk to awesome people. Um, Yeah, you say that, but I just get really nervous beforehand and, like, almost do a seek, so... (laughs) Well, it doesn't come across that way, so I count that as a win. Oh, that's good. That's really good. You mentioned earlier that you were a big Game of Thrones audiobook-style person. Are you watching the TV show?
1: I am indeed, and I am... Oh, my wee little nerd brain can't comprehend the last few episodes that have been on... My housemate's probably been thinking I've been, like, murdering someone because I've just been screaming at my, my screen <laughs> in my bedroom. I'm sure they're thinking, like, what the bloody hell is, is, is wrong with our housemate? And I'm just like, oh, my God! Dragon! <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, um, yeah, I've been watching the series. Do you watch it? I don't. I, um, the thing oh, is, though, okay. so many people have been telling me already that this series is, like, the best thing that's ever been put on the face of the earth. So I'm like, do I want to put all the time and effort into catching up on that? Or do I want to read the books? Or do mm, I want to just... Books are,
1: they're really similar to the books, except past a certain point. The first series is really, really similar to the books, like almost word from word. It's scary how well adapted. It's just a really good adaption. Like they just did an awesome job. But then as it goes on, certain characters are dropped. I won't mention them just in case someone maybe wants to read the books and I just spoil it. <laughs> just mention this character and they would be like, oh, thanks, Bridie. Bloody hell. (laughs) Uh, So I I won't mention any characters that, you know, appear, that don't appear in the TV series. But I would maybe go for the series. Because the thing with the books is where the series is now, it is, there is nothing. Mm. Um, The books have, the guy hasn't bloody finished them because he's an (laughs) arsehole. How many left? How many does he have to... Because he's uh, kind of well, old dude. He's an old... Oh, I shouldn't write. Oh, fuck it. He's an old guy. Like, time is not on his side, man. And these <laughs> books take him seven years to write. Oh, dear. That's it's, a long... it's not going to happen. Like, it's like nature and everything's against him. And he, I think he knows that. I think he just... I think that's why he's just let them do it. Like, he's told them the ending. So the ending that he wants is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit like... Oh, you asshole. Like, why didn't you just? He wrote, he even wrote like bloody short little stories in, from Westeros that have nothing to do with Game of Thrones. But he just hasn't finished. <laughs> it's so annoying. I can't even like, like, I haven't even read the books. It was the audiobooks. So it's not quite the same. Like, it would have taken me so long to go through the books. But the books are still good. But I think if you're, you know, if you're being intrigued by this new series, don't go for the books, because this new series is not in the books. It's The books have, have ended. This is all the, the filmmakers now. This is their interpretation. See, um, the
0: thing that puts me off a little bit is the mm-hmm. fact that I am not keen on sexy times in things. Right, um, okay. And Ooh. even, like, nice consensual sexy times are a bit, like... Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean... Oh, the oh!
1: <laughs> right, Game of Thrones might be a bit of a deal breaker for you. Then, mm. I mean, now the new series—you know what? There is they haven't got time for sexy times. To be honest, <laughs> they're too busy like killing each other. And ah, uh, the first series is hardcore. Like when I watched it, God, how old was I? It's back when I was in uni, with a wee student. I was pretty much convinced I was just watching porn. Uh, <laughs> And a friend told, I don't know if this is true, so don't fact, don't, don't fact check me on this, but a friend told me, and she is an actress, so I sort of maybe trust her with a bit, but apparently the, the prostitutes that are in the show, they're like, they're actual porn stars because they can't ask an actress to just do what the, these, you know, the, these people are doing. Because all they're pretty much doing is sucking guys' cock and then wiping cum off their face, and it's like, eh, maybe that's not the best thing for like an actress's like CV. <laughs> but a porn star, she don't give a shit. Like she's like, yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> so See, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's like a version of Game of Thrones I can get where they just cut out all the all the sexy times. Uh, a- well, has your
1: has, has your has your man watched it? Maybe he could just be like, oh, leave the
0: go make a cup of tea for about five minutes. <laughs> No, we watched, I think we both watched the first episode together, and I was like, this is grim. And also, <laughs> like there's a rape on the horizon. So, oh. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I, mean, uh, I went to make yeah. it. Actually. Yeah. He carried on watching it for about another five, I think. And I think after that, he was like, yeah, no, I think this is, it, this is grim. <laughs>
1: mm, it is, it is grim. I don't know what that says about me that I keep watching it. Everybody loves it, so it's not just you. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I don't enjoy the, because um, some of the sexies are, oh, God, they're so raw. Like, I, I'm assuming someone must have enjoyed them, but they've sort of, they don't really put them in anymore. So obviously, maybe they were just getting too many complaints. And there were so many boobs. But again, this series, I think I've seen only one person, one person's boobs. And we're on episode
0: like seven now, which is amazing. I like the idea that you might be keeping a boob tally chart.
1: I mean, it's seriously, it was I'd never see oh. So many. <laughs> um Yeah, it's it's way more focused now on action and dragons and less about brothels. Like the characters just haven't been in a brothel, so that's probably just why we haven't seen that many. But um I think one of the um one of the actresses uh who plays the nearest, I think she just put a foot down. She was like, No more naked scenes with me. Like she just literally was like, "Nope, like not doing it anymore." And she hasn't been naked since. So it obviously they did obviously listen to her, which is good. I'm like, "Yeah, you go, girl." Because sometimes they were making her naked for no reason. Like there's this scene where she's like, she's having a conversation with this guy, and he walks in, and she happens to be having a bath, and then she just, you know, then she happens to get out of the bath fully naked, and they're just having a conversation while she's butt naked. And I'm like, "Why? Why is she naked though?" If there's no, they don't make, they don't make out or have intercourse later or like, I don't know if it represented something. I mean, one could argue it could, but I don't know. It was just her tits were out.
0: <laughs> did you ever have like that friend at school whose parents for some reason just used to roll around naked sometimes? <gasps> no. Oh my God, you dig. A- you did. I did, yeah. I had a friend in oh. primary school <laughs> and I remember the first time I went over to her house after school to just like, you know, do homework and hold some mm-hmm. things like watch CITV. And her mum just oh, rolls in in a pair of underpants, just tits, just hanging out. <gasps> and she was whoa. like, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, I d- I, um, I've got to go. <laughs> that's so liberal. But like, holy, oh, oh, like, whoa. Probably. Oh, oh man. The, that's, um,
1: on <laughs> oh, that's on for me. Oh, It's on for me. Wow. I mean, I guess it was in her own home, home. So, yeah. free for all, right?
0: Yeah, I'm glad that wow. there is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> wow. Did you go did you go back? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: the, 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 the 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 weirdest thing is that the, the reason I actually stopped going to visit her was because they kept making me pray every time I went despite the fact that I was like I don't, I don't actually believe in God. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah. Hmm. So I was like, hmm. Obviously, apparently, making me pray is worse than shoving your old lady tits in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
1: by make you pray, do you mean like uh okay, so how, is it the whole having dinner thing
0: and then, yeah. you know, they hold hands. It was a that thing? It was or... that it was but it was also we we ha- we also had to pray before bed and we had to pray individually. So it wasn't just like oh, a hold, hold hand of oh, just... like grace. It's like Everyone uh, goes to the table and everybody <laughs> says a little <laughs> prayer. Ooh, and I was just like, okay. um, thanks for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to uh, big
1: deity man that my society says, oh, I'm not going to get on that boat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. No. Yeah. God, that's so contradicting. Praying and tits out. <laughs> what well, I, I assume about? she was just very much into the sort of like, this is what God gave me and it's not a shame. Ah, and I'm like, okay, cool. But, you know, that's not that's not my cup of. You know, don't cook dinner like that is dangerous. <laughs> I mean, uh, you that's she sounds like
1: the kind of lady that should write a book. She has <laughs> interesting. Okay, cool. How um, did we get it? How did we get to this conversation? <laughs> Tits. That's how we game got of here. Boobs. T- yeah, that's it. Game <laughs> boobs. That's it. Okay, cool. So we, um... <laughs> Should we not talk about Game of Tits anymore? Um, <laughs> I mean, this isn't. Uh, anyone who doesn't know me, they're just going to be like, oh, this girl's on this podcast. What about
0: tits for like half an hour? And I'm just like, great. If it makes you feel even slightly better, I've got a bit of a reputation of, of guesting on other people's podcasts and almost immediately talking about vaginas. So. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, like it's usually accidental, but now I kind of. How would you How do you accidentally do that? Well, at the one time I was talking about how my sister had just had a baby and she was trying to have another baby, and I was like, you know, give it a rest, give it a chance. Um, oh man
1: <laughs> So like, um, i would so talk about vaginas with you but maybe not
0: on the podcast <laughs> you d- i don't think you want your first podcast that
1: this is a, yeah see if i was on your like third time and be like yeah vaginas like here, here's the stories i know but maybe first time i'll reel it in a bit uh <laughs> just a bit <laughs> talk about talk um yeah, so animator, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's t- should we talk? Should we talk about it? a little bit of uh, a little bit of animation or something else?
1: <laughs> okay, hang on. So, okay, so my job that's, that. That's my currently, and then I'm in Cardiff, so I'm a Cardiff girl. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> so good a conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I worked on Ethel and Ernest before my two jobs. So that was that was really fun. I don't know if you watched that film. It was on at Christmas no. time. Oh. oh, it was really, it was really sweet. It'll make you cry. Like, oh, no. it's, it's made it to make you cry. anyway. Oh, this will, oh, this will, this will be done. Yeah, you will, you will, there will be waterfalls. Oh, no. Definitely. It's good, though. It's a really good film. It's about, it's uh, Raymond Briggs' book. Uh, Raymond Briggs is the guy oh. who wrote, like, Snowman.
0: That <laughs> yeah. guy? Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Oh, dude, was that a... <laughs> No, it was. It was a sort of like a. Oh, that's why it's making you cry.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So it's based off his bestseller graphic novel, which is called Ethel and Ernest, and it's all about his parents. It's super sweet. um It's all about so Ethel and Ernest uh, from when they meet, and it's about their married life, and like like what life was like during World War Two, and living in in London, and like having a child because they had some difficulty like conceiving like ethel was i think in her mid 30s so she was having a bit of trouble conceiving um so it's a bit you know it touches a bit on that it's a really like honest like cute story and like ethel is um she reminds me like so much my grandma like she's quite conservative she's like oh like you know wash your hands before dinner and you know um my son goes to a private school and you know and the dad is like proper like like socialist. He's like, Yes, work right And she's like, oh shush Ernest and like oh it's it's really fun. It's a really like sweet it's one of those films where you couldn't say like the plot. Like there isn't like first act, second act, third act. It's way more uh it's more way more like a diary entry really, where it's just sort of moments in life. Yeah, I recommend it. I mean if you like animation and it's very British as well. I recommend it. It's on DVD in HMV. I've seen it.
0: <laughs> Ooh. I'm just remembering now, and I don't know if it was a Raymond Briggs thing or whether it was just in the style of the Snowman. Hmm. Did you ever see a cartoon called Grandpa? What's it? tell me? Tell me the, tell the story. The t- <laughs> grab the tissues, my dear. <laughs> um, it was it, it was a VHS that I owned that my mom had to put in the bin because it distressed me. Oh, and she oh had to God. do it in front of me so that I knew I would never see it again. Um Whoa. It's, it's it's a story. It's very much like the snowman. It's all music and animation. there's no okay um there's no like dialogue and it's about this girl, and she gets up and she goes downstairs, and her grandpa's in his chair, and they're having a lovely little day where they go to the beach and they go on a roller coaster and they have a cracking time. It's like a twenty minute thing where they do all this awesome stuff. they eat you know candy floss at a fair and they go on a pier and it's just lovely and then the next day she gets up and she goes downstairs. And Grandpa's chair's empty, and his oh, slippers no. are on the floor, and there's a pipe, and then she just starts crying at the end. <laughs> oh, God, what? Yeah, I've in never I've life... never been there in my life. I was like, is that what's going to happen to my grandpa? And just had an absolute meltdown, so my mum had to throw the video away. She's like, i will oh. never have to see that again. Grandad's fine. And I think for, like, a good two weeks afterwards, every time and again, whenever my Granddad would fall asleep in the chair, I'd, like, prod him uh... like, are you alive? oh um, my god so yeah, that was stressful i feel like
1: i don't it might be um i'm i'm not actually i'm not an expert in his work but that's not ringing any bells so that's i'm not if you but really yeah feel like, like you need to cry just like dead grandpa please <laughs> <Just stand. laughs> yep. Why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man that sucks i mean i'm not maybe that was the right call for your mum to throw it <laughs>
0: i think so yeah, I mean, either that or it just made me into an absolute terrible grown-up person who can't handle anything <laughs> emotional. <laughs> hey, speaking <clears throat> of grandpas, I'd be a bit remiss if I didn't start talking about Rick and Morty Series 3. Like, Oh, talking. good segue there. Oh, that was do you see? Rude. It's like fucking was... ten, 10 years oh of my podcasting God. prowess. just. and slide, that hour. <laughs> Hey, speaking of science, what about a Rick and Morty? Hey. Um, <laughs> So, like, I want to hand this over to you because if I stop talking, right. I won't stop. So, I feel Oh, like- God. Okay. Right. Um, I am up to
1: date. Well, the last episode I watched was the Vindicate episode. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I d- wow. I I'm, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, like, can we just, like, we can just talk about it, I guess, because people are going to know this is about oh, Rick and yes. Morty, oh, yeah. So, Morty, so spoilers twirling. ahead. <laughs> Palers Rick dies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually so awful. I've have ju- just made like I've just made a solid like 50 people really angry <laughs> and the other 50 really happy. Um yeah, so that was a really interesting spin on the Avengers basically. Yeah. But it's so I think- brutal. I don't know why I never I never get used to how gory it is. Like I enjoy watching it and then someone dies horrifically so in this one i guess well there were a lot of gruesome deaths i guess it was the first death of god what was his name like he was meant to be like the chris pratt kind of guy wasn't he? Yeah,
0: he was like oh shit what was his name maximus renegade star soldier was oh
1: star so- yeah okay so that's meant to be yeah chris pratt's guy <laughs> yeah he <laughs> i'm kind of glad he died first because he's He's never the character that dies in those films, in those, like, mm-hmm. in those Marvel films. Yeah, so his death was <laughs> prolonged.
0: <laughs> I was like, holy, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> it's it's when his legs go off and smear across the wall. Oh, the just, I was just yeah. Like...
1: Oh, no. I just wonder what, like, the people working on it feel like. They're just like, like, hey, hey, Dave, how's it, how's it going today? Like, all right, it's gone good, Susie. Just, you know, good old blood smudging smir- smir- all over this cave wall today. And she's like, oh yeah, some really good dripping animation there. And he's like, thanks. And I was like, oh God. And the same guy's like, have I got the perfect squelch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet it's so much. Oh, I hope it's fun to work on that show. Like, I really, I really hope it's a fun show to work on. I get so sad when, you know, there's a good show and then you find out the people working on it are in, like, living hell. Like, they get hardly any sleep and the schedule's, like, a mess and they don't get paid anything. Uh, I I really... Because I think... I think... Not 100%, but I think it is animated in America. I'm not sure. It might might be, like, all the other shows where it is a lot of the poses and the storyboards and the animatics are done in America and then the the animation bit is sent off to, like, Korea or China or something. Mm -hmm. But it might be done in America just because then... Like, Dan Harmon's got more control over his art.
0: He Crazy. control. But God, to be in his brain for a day. Yeah. What, what must that be like? I always oh. have a thing about Dan Harmon in that for, for a really long time, I thought, God, he must be, like, the absolute smartest, most deep-thinking bloke in the history of <laughs> the world. And then I started following him on Instagram. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys follow him on Instagram, but he posts a lot of pictures of, um, for example himself in a pair of underpants in a superhero pose or that
1: sounds exactly like something he would do
0: yeah yeah in fact i think he did do that just before this episode of rick and morty happened oh and was doing rick and morty underpants
1: oh i mean oh man like it must be so crazy like because rick and morty i think is his big like you know pure popularity wise and franchise wise it's explode like that's his biggest thing like i think Community was his baby and I love community so much. It's so good. Later on, unfortunate, (laughs) but the the Dan episodes are great. But yeah, like obviously maybe I say something about being a cartoon. Like it's just easier to sell merchandise to like a cartoon than it is like a live action TV show. Not really sure, but it is. He mentions it like sort of briefly. He was on a, I don't know if you know Game Grumps, There are YouTube Let's Play and Dan Harmon was a guest and hes uh, they were just sort of talking about, oh, like how on earth, you know, did you think people would like it this much? And he was sort of like, oh, I knew people would like it, but he just had no idea. Like, you know, in Hot Topic, there would be poopy butthole slippers. <laughs> like it would get <laughs> quite this big, which is, yeah, it's sort of, oh, it seems like it's so niche.
0: But it's just touched so many people
1: in the deepest, darkest part of their hearts.
0: <laughs> I've got to admit, the uh, the lightest episode with the vindicators did make me think for a little bit. Like, why? Why do I love Rick so much? <laughs> like, he's he's
1: I an know. actual asshole. Oh, he's yeah. I th- I think what it is is um because he doesn't change. Like Rick stays the same. Like his whole the whole thing with the series is he has to be an asshole. He has to be a smart ass. Like that's his whole stint. Um, so I think the way the series has to evolve is that his family around him have to evolve, like they characters have to develop. Otherwise you're just going to have, it's going to get old and, you know, the series will sort of get stale. So, yeah, I think like, so at the moment there's a whole thing with like, you know, Jerry's left, like Rick won <laughs> and like did Jerry out. Like that wouldn't have happened if Rick wasn't in the family. Like Rick did that.
0: It really makes me sad because I love Jerry so much. There's not been a <laughs> new Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <That> wind. <laughs> I don't know if that was in his brain
1: or not, or if that was just like I don't even know what if what it was, but I was like, Oh Jerry, you suck so oh, much. Oh. He does suck, but it's
0: in it's in a like, oh Jerry, you you suck. He <laughs> you poor... doesn't suck. He does he I does love, suck. No. See I love Jerry because I think he's actually the most sensible member of the family. Like you know, he's a bit of a, a bit of a whim, and he's he, you know he doesn't really stand up for himself and stuff. But mm. He's the only one in the family who doesn't actually like fall for Rick's shit like all the time. He's the only no, one, like, yeah, you that was true. See what he's doing here, like he's ruining this family and endangering our children, and you know you just keep fawning all over him because you don't want him to leave again. But he would leave you at the drop of a hat because he's a twat. And I was like, oh, Jerry's like so right. My favorite Jerry moment so far from this season was uh, when he crawled all the way back from his office during the bit oh, where the, the Galactic Federation because I thought that is exactly the kind of thing that I would do like there's no way I'd be running headlong into battle I'd just be like who do I get home without anybody noticing that I'm here <laughs> <laughs>
1: not, not one not one person notices like his foot sticking out of a corner like he does the whole whole journey which on on all fours would have taken him ages <laughs>
0: yeah oh, I loved that because I was like that is exactly like I would either hide under a desk or just immediately start creeping in corners like I've got- yes boom <laughs> yeah Aww.
1: oh I mean I do love Jerry but I am still very much aware he sucks but like yeah like he's I, I hope because he hasn't been in it much because I guess he's been kicked mm. out so hopefully I think he's gonna have to do something yeah. like I don't know they're gonna do something interesting with him I think um but first I think they're going to have to do something interesting with Beth, because obviously yeah. she's got some issues. <laughs> yeah, just just one or two. <laughs> have they? Oh, man. I'm going to be such an idiot if they have, but they haven't really shown what's happened with the mum, have they? So, like, Beth's mum, Rick's wife.
0: Oh, yeah, no, they haven't at all. Like, there was that mm. sort of... They're saving that um, one. Well, I'm not sure that we'll ever find out what happened there. Ooh. Um. I feel like it's going to be one of those how did the Joker get these scars kind of things where it's just like the intrigue is more interesting than actually what happened
1: probably. Oh, okay. Nah. Yeah, Yeah. that is... Hmm. Yeah, i will be interested to see what they... Because we know what she looks like at least
0: now. Um, Unless that was totally made up though. Because this is... Like a lot of people have been trying to sort of theorise online about whether that Totally oh, was fabricated. Original story fan. was even yeah, because a lot of people are suggesting that like maybe he didn't totally fabricate it, and I'm like, right, but what if he did though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because it's Rick. Like, why wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah he put real things in there unless he thought you know this grumply guy is gonna die inside my brain, so I may as well just give away the whole farm. But like little little Beth, little child Beth looked like Beth. So yeah, but she also exploded. Um,
1: I mean, one can argue that Rick is a pretty screwed up character that comes from a a very interesting human being and he does not mind writing that stuff. Then again, I'm giving Dan Harmon a bit too much credit. It is Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. So I don't know which part comes from which. Oh man, have you seen... I mean one can't believe he does both voices. That's Yes, amazing. So so much talent. I think his voice is gonna be gone in ten years. <laughs> like with those show colors. it's Absolutely. Oh, he hates doing the burps as well. it, it they literally hurt. Like he, he said he hates doing them so much But there's an amazing video on YouTube and it's it's kinda of like a little bit of a behind the scenes and it's Justin Royland doing a scene with rick where basically rick is smashed, like he's off his tits <laughs> mm. and so justin Rowland thinks it's a really good idea like oh to make it more authentic i should get smashed <laughs> and <laughs> you gotta find it it's so good oh my god it's it's just justin roland taking down shots of vodka tequila the whole thing yeah, and he's absolutely. just reading the script and then his producer is like uh That's not in the script. He's like, fuck yeah. It's just like, oh my God. (laughs) And then the producer is just there like, this was the most, like, this was the worst idea. Like, this is the most unproductive we've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dan Harman's just at the end and he's like sort of putting his thumb and index finger, like he's rubbing them together really slightly. And he's like, oh, what's that? Is that that a tiny violin? (laughs) He's just there like haha, Justin was a pain in the ass. <laughs> he just loves it. Have
0: you ever listened to Justin's old podcast? Um, I've listened to
1: Harmon Town, but that's mm-hmm. different. I had to give to that a break.
0: Just... Yeah, it's, it gets
1: heavy, that does. <laughs> cool. Cool it does. I mean it was getting heavy while he was dating well, he like it was so at the at the time he was dating her, I can't remember the the woman's name. And then I find out she they marry and I'm like, Cool and then I find out They divorce (laughs) like eight months later
0: (laughs) and I'm like started writing series three
1: (laughs) I mean I was like oh do you know what I'm gonna just maybe stop because he's gonna just spew out some weird shit Mm -hmm. when that I just I like because he already he was already spewing out I mean he spews out stuff that he's famous for which is the deep shit that Sometimes you just don't want to think about, like, oh, God, I'm going to die one day. Oh, God, what does it mean no existence? Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, damn, I'm just trying to do my, like, I'm just trying to make a fucking cartoon character jump up and down, and you're making me make, making me question all my entire reality. Like, shut up. I mean, yeah, I have to be in the right, the right mindset to listen to that podcast. And some days, yeah. it
0: is not the right day. <laughs> I would recommend not going back to it yet, because he... He was actually not too bad during the divorce and everything because he was quite... He very much recognised that that was what they needed to do at the time. Like, it wasn't working for either of them. It's actually oh, now fun. with the whole, like, sort of Trump thing and he's bought a uh, gun and everything's oh, just gone <laughs> No! Yeah, it took him a long what? time picking up, apparently. He left it at the store for, like, ages, but he just feels like he'd be safer with a gun. And um, Oh, dear. There's been a lot of talk about... Yeah, it's been hard. <laughs> But Justin Roiland's oh. podcast, like if you travel back in time, because he like hasn't released one for ages, is um essentially him and Ryan Ridley and oh crap, I've forgotten her name. Oh, this is really bad. It's the, the bird who did the voice of Pacifica in Gravity Falls. Oh shit. I'm oh sh- what is her name? Oh okay. <laughs> 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 it's such a good um, thing to say when you forget something. <laughs> Jackie Buscarino, there you go, huh? Oh, well done. Yeah, it's, it's them three. And it's like sort of part conversations about their lives and their mental health and like dating and all that sort of stuff. And then it's also cool. part interviews with people in the animation industry, which is really cool. But then it's Ooh. also part Justin Roiland, uh, improving characters. Oh my god, and this sounds like so up my street. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's 100% in my wheelhouse. I want him to start making it again as soon as humanly possible. But there's like bits, where he does like a lot of bits as Super Mario, but he sounds like he's dying. Oh <laughs> and he keeps coming in to complain about how like every time he saves the princess she just ends up getting kidnapped again and he's like, I just want to do her the plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> just the plumbing. That's not what it's he so wants. brilliant. That is, he's not saving peach
1: that many times for like the plumbing. Unless so that's a really different. sexy euphemism.
0: I mean, yeah, it's the it's the, the plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's called Grandma's Virginity if you want to go and like there's like there's any about Oh I have heard of that, that actually. Think, but it's Okay, so there was will, one episode I, I was literally crying at where he does a character who's just called like, I don't know, like Mr Tin Bath or something and he sounds like he's stuck <laughs> in a tin bath. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna check that out for sure. <laughs> that is happening. Good. Thank good. you. good Hey, what's I know there's only been four episodes, but I wanna know <sighs> which one so far of series three has been your favourite.
1: Oh man, it's gonna have to be Pickle Rick, man. Of course
0: it is. Like, like pickle pickle Rick. It's when so dark. he starts floating down the street and he's about to go into the drain and he starts yelling Perpendicular oh, I was creepy. <laughs> it's just I love that song. Like I've watched some I've even watched some videos, right, about um so
1: you know you get the old YouTube channel and they analyze it's basically like a video essay, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love it when videos do that on stuff like Rick and Morty where it's absolute chaos but then they add like philosophers like quotes to it and you're like holy shit <laughs> like what does this mean <laughs> it adds like a whole different level to Rick and Morty and you're just like oh did did the writers intend this like are they this smart or is this just people adding meaning to things but I feel like with Dan Harmon and Justin Ronning because they're so you know on the par with philosophy and, and mental health I feel like it is intentional Pretty, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, Pickle Rick
0: turns himself into a pickle to get out of family therapy. There was one joke in that that um, I missed the first time round, And then when I got it, I literally was dying, which is, you know how the therapist that the family go and see specializes in helping people who eat poo? And there's a thing where they're <laughs> yeah. in the waiting room. And Morty looks at one of those motivational posters that says courage, and it's a guy eating a hot dog. And he goes, what's so courageous about eating a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> Because at first I didn't, it didn't click in my head at all that a hot dog would look like a shit in a bun. And I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, "That's the best joke." Oh, I've ever um, oh God, it's so. Oh, oh, it's brilliant. It's it really
1: it's is. brilliant. It's just like, how do you even think of that? Pick up it's st- I don't. I don't know if they just take like a, a shitload of weed or if, <laughs> if they're that. Creative. <laughs> I'm not sure how they do it, but yeah, pickle Rick. Um, I never thought I would enjoy a pickle character as much <laughs> as Rick and Morty has shown me that you can enjoy a pickle. Car- Obviously, there have been, you know, some alterations like cockroach legs, and then later on, rat
0: organs, but. Oh. Uh- <laughs> When he was licking that brain, I genuinely oh, felt sick. And I was like, "It's oh, not even—it's <laughs> <laughs> not even a real, but it's a cartoon." But I was still like, oh,
1: "I loved how the cockroaches' brains were also really tiny. Like it was a little <laughs> necklace of cockroach brains, and each one was connected." But I was like, "Oh, it's the details, man—the little, oh. the little things." <laughs> it's great. Loved it.
0: Oh, where's it gonna go, Stacey? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Where, this is the thing is about take Morty, is that I always get. I always get head up at about this point in the series because I'm like, oh, like where's what's hap- oh, what's gonna happen? But but then I also don't want it to end like ever. <laughs> yeah, it
1: it um, always uh, it just takes you to places you didn't think maybe you didn't want to go, but then you do, and then you're like, oh, this is a place maybe I shouldn't stay too long. <laughs> it takes you to do some weird 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 head spaces,
0: yeah. but it's great just, and I it's think... so funny.
1: Just risk and, makes me
0: yeah. laugh so much. See, wow. a lot of the times it's the little incidental lines that I love. Like, um, I think it was in the first episode of Series 3 when he's in the brain Eliza and he keeps producing those bums that keep farting in the face <laughs> of the uh, Oh, my God. And then there's an engineer that just says, uh, he's, he may have manifested some kind of butt. <laughs> I, <was just, laughs> I love stupid little lines that make
1: me cry. Oh, that's brilliant. Dan Harmon's so good at that, though. Like, especially with Community was just a work of, bloody art man like mm. like whenever I was watching showing someone it I would I would be like okay so this is a fun show but you can't talk during it because you will miss like 10 jokes in one sentence like he'll, he'll just be like talk 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 pa-poo joke pep, talk 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 papo like another like it'll come out of nowhere and it'll be like the the quickest little line ever and it'll, but it'll be like the funniest thing you ever heard like he's so he's so witty with it it's great
0: I'm really jealous of that skill. I'd love to be able to improv, but I am so mm. cracking on the spot. So like, hey, say something funny, and I'm like, ah. oh. I mean,
1: he's then he's then a new show now. He hasn't written it; he's the exclusive producer, so you know, kind of different. But it's written by two women, I think. I should check this up. But it's the new so YouTube. I don't know if you heard of this YouTube Red.
0: New.
1: No. You hear that? Okay. So you know, like you got Netflix and Amazon Prime. So it's businesses, you know. Streaming systems. So YouTube are like, cool, let's jump on that boat. So it's not available to the UK yet, I think. It's only USA. And it's so it's called YouTube Red. And I think it's kind of like Netflix where you pay a monthly subscription and you get exclusive shows that have been funded by YouTube, I think. So basically, Dan Harmon has got a new show on it called Good Game. And I'm like, okay, this could be good, but he's not the writer. But he's but he's the producer, so he would have had a you know a pretty good say on you know the writing and the comedy and all. I think all the actors in it are actual YouTube people, oh. so I don't know what the acting's going to be like on it. And I think it's sort of a I, I'll have to. Well, I think I'm going to give the first episode a go, which means I probably am either going to have to do some illegal streaming or maybe just pay for the first episode because it's not available to the UK yet. But I might just really mm. want to watch it because game grumps are on it and I really like game grumps. So that might be it also. But it's about, oh God, what do you call them? So it's like a tournament, <laughs> but it's with video games. Like, what? what do you call those? You know, you yeah, know what game I mean?
0: Tournaments. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they, they have a, they have, they have a sin word, but it's basically about that. So it's about a bunch of nerds and they get a team together and I'm assuming they'll win a tournament about video games. <laughs> about that. But I think Dan Harmon is actually in it as well. And I think most of his scenes is just improv, which I, yeah, I'm quite excited about that. So I don't know. I don't know what character he plays. I don't, he's probably not in it much, but improv Dan Harmon, you just know he's going to spew out some, oh man, some stuff that you're going
0: to be like, whoa. (laughs) Hope he raps. I love his raps. Like I was (sighs) rewatching a few of series one and two Rick and Morty's recently, and I'd forgotten that he did the rap at the flu dance. In uh, Rick Motion Number Nine, oh my god. and I love it so much. He's just terrible. And then, and then when he when he catches the like Morty loving disease, and he's like, I love Morty, and I hope he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts talking about having sex with him. It's- oh my god! Oh, 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 he just
1: he has no barriers.
0: He'll just go there. Not at all. He gives, not at all. gives no shifts. I love, I love, oh, him, man. I love him. in Royland as well though, because like the this internal- is Roiland is brown are absolutely fucking bananas and i love them they did an interdimensional cable comic recently and i was like mm, no though <laughs> oh really <laughs> well the thing is i really like the rick and morty comics normally um but this particular yeah. view, i was just like no because it's it's just justin Royland's like drunken it, normally they just sort of throw him in a recording booth and they're like, hey, just, like, have at it. And so he gets drunk and just says some things and then some animators take it and try and animate around it, like, whatever they think is happening. Mm. Yeah, in the comic it just didn't really... Because it felt like they were trying to be purposefully weird and it's like, no, it's not the right kind of weird and it felt awful. Oh, right. Damn. Because there's quite a few Rick and Morty comics now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. quite...
1: There's Quite a few on yeah, like of different characters, really good.
0: and the um. Did you read Sarah Grayley's Mister Poopy Butthole? I, I was, was just going to bring up Sarah poops Grayley. Poops <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I have I have not read it
1: yet. I haven't read any of the Rick and Morty comic at all yet, which I should get on. I guess it's just the whole um. One of the things I love about Rick and Morty is the delivery. So, like you know, the yeah. way the characters say stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm just not sure if my brain. Well and you know, obviously I haven't given it a chance yet, so this is just, you know, me the no, reason I'm bored. I,
0: I completely understand that Because I have the same problem in that I'm not uh, I'm not a voice actor, therefore I'm not very good at that sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> I, I have the same problem with the Invader Zim comic actually. I really like the storylines, but I feel like my brain is trying too hard to like channel a Zim and a girl and stuff for me mm. to like really like really enjoy it. It it does lose a bit in the translation. <laughs> I mean, because it is it is an adaption. so yeah. I mean, that's
1: I mean, it's c- probably quite hard for a comic to adapt that. I mean, that's maybe why because I think the you know the Sarah and Mr. Poopy Butthole, so it's saying his name. Uh, <laughs> I think that comics done quite well because they're not they're not the main characters, so you can be a, a lot more flexible with them, and they're not that you know their voices like you know aren't. Oh well, I guess Mr. Poopy Buttholes is a bit. Yeah. weird but it's not you know the way rick says something mm-hmm. is really specific
0: i really so struggle you... with the written down burps like oh how do hard. they write them <laughs> not normally it just says up in the middle of a word <laughs> oh which i struggle with because i i read it as like the wrong word initially and then i'm like right come on that's not uh, what they meant you know that yeah <laughs> come on brain engage so okay so it doesn't just write the word burp. No, it's like,
1: it's usually like it, a... it makes the sound yeah, like an earth sound. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, I I had a really hard time with that birthing for the first few episodes. Yeah, I was like, I don't think a I can. Bit. Yeah, maybe they have because the, I was like, I can't watch this I like physically can't watch this. Like this, this is painful to my ears. But yeah, maybe they have turned it down a bit. That might be it. But yeah, I was totally gonna bring up Sarah Bailey's comic, which I need to read. You do. Um, I do. I do. I do. I do. All her stuff's amazing. I went to get her new book, which is her and her boyfriend going to America. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, that's what, that's exactly what I need on my bookshelf right now. Mm -hmm. So obviously the way she depicts their relationship and just everyday life and cats and like doopiness is so entertaining. She captures it perfectly. So the Mm -hmm. fact that, you know, they go on an adventure to America And, like, meet Dan Harmon and Josh Rowland. I'll be like, cool, like, I need, I need to know. And obviously their just whole depiction of America would also just be really fascinating. So I am, think, I really hope she's at Thought Builder this year, because I want to, I want to get that. Yeah, I want to get that. I want to get her to sign it. And then maybe make her feel awkward because I'm quite a loud person, and I don't think she's a loud
0: person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, "Hey, Sarah," and she's like, "Oh God." <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I have yet to I have yet to speak to her at a convention, even though I've been to several that she's been at, and I do have all of her stuff. I've pre ordered this book, but um, I every time I go anywhere near her table, I just think like our combined awkwardness is just going to be the worst. <laughs> Like, I I think I'm going to go to a table and I'll be like, hi, and she'll be like, and then write something in my book and I'll be like, thanks, and then run away. (laughs) She's really nice, though. Like, um,
1: I think it's just me being loud. Like, I don't think she quite knows how to deal with it, maybe. (laughs) But she's really sweet. You know, like, yeah, I mean, if she was, you know, really awkward, she wouldn't do quite so many tables as she does. So she's obviously cool with it. Very
0: true. I'm just Mm. useless at conventions because I never know what to say to people. I'm like, hello, I love you. (laughs) And I just run off. Aww. I mean, well, she was, I was amazed. She was
1: actually at um, the Cardiff Independent Con uh, on a few weeks ago. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) cool. There were actually quite some big people there, which I was just not prepared for, I guess. Um, So I got a bit starstruck when I went. Me with my wee, wee table that I was sharing with my buddy Claire. And then we're like, "Oh, hey, Sarah, cool!" <laughs> I did, I brought like no money with me as well, but I like, I had to buy something off her. I think I bought uh, what did I buy? I bought something. Oh, that's it. I bought uh Kim Kim the Reaper, which was really cute. Ooh, I need to read. That. Yeah, that was yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, it's super cute. So it's like all set in high school, and then the main character is super cute. And then she kind of like, she really fancies like this girl called Kim in school. And then she finds out she's a reaper and she's like, what? <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oh my God. And they go on the derpiest little like cat infused adventure. Of course. And it's, it's, it's all, it's super her. Like if you love her, you love it. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. great. Super fun. I recommend. Hopefully she'll release enough issues and then there'll be a nice big, like volume of it. Mm, big sexy collection. <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> my uh, my poor bookshelf
0: bending under the stress of my purchases. I was thinking more about my poor wallet, but all right.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that well yeah, <laughs> that we too. To that. No, no, money is just a social construct, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, try telling that to anybody when you're trying to buy things.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she was there. That was pretty awesome. That was a good little little con. In wee little Cardiff.
0: I need to get to more comms, but I'm so useless at them. I just spend the whole time being really anxious and not getting anything signed. <laughs> Aww. What's what's the anxious side? I don't like talking to people behind tables. This is going to so really daft. <laughs> Maybe you just because...
1: need to bring your like laptop with you <laughs> and just put it in front of you <laughs> and pretend you're doing a podcast.
0: <laughs> just constantly wear headphones and carry around a mic, even though I'm not attached to anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like just, you know, you just a little white lie just to say like it's for the podcast. Oh, it could be for your podcast and then it's two birds, one stone.
0: Well, yeah, that is a good point. That is a good point. Mm. For me, is that I always feel like when I go to somebody at a table, they'll have heard like a thousand times that day how great they are and how much everybody loves their stuff. And they'll have probably been some like super witty people who were super witty and, <laughs> and then they'll just really? be me shambling up and sweating. Ah. <laughs> like, uh.
1: i try not to think of that too i have gone up to some people where i've been like oh my god i love your stuff your stuff is so good and and i i sometimes they're more anxious than me and then i don't know what to do with that because they're like way more talented than me and i'm like uh okay bye (laughs) (laughs) i think the most that's happened happened with a few others i won't mention them because i mean like they probably won't hear this anyway
0: but like you know just in case they're like, that bitch calling me anxious. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> um, I think the most embarrassing con story I have was when I went to meet Kelly Sue DeConnick at a Thought Bubble. And um, I was with my friend Jenny in the queue, and I, w- I kept saying to Jenny that I needed to leave because I was probably going to throw up on her or something. And she called oh, me saying how nervous I was, and I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to <gasps> say. But that's fine. Uh, I, I, I mean, was- she's a sassy lady, yeah. though. Yeah, she's fantastic. We just started singing songs from Greece. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, I like Wow. Manners. Yeah. <laughs> did she
1: have a like her vibrant red locks just Yeah everywhere? Sexy lips.
0: Yeah. She's amazing, she is. She knows how to she knows how to put on a face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does. She also did some terrifying Game of Thrones cosplay stuff for her own birthday party recently that was Oh my god. Uh, Tell me. <laughs> Well, she did, I don't know which character she was, but she had like bleeding red eyes and this big, like, sort of red-looking tree thing coming out the top of her head. And I was like, "That's amazing, but also terrifying." I should. Oh, she might have just been a tree. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> <that's> she... I... <laughs> um.
1: Yes, there's some trees in Game of Thrones, and they have got little faces on them, and they're just they're, they're just bleeding from their eye sockets. Oh. Yeah, they're not really ca- They're not characters per se. They're just like lore of law. Well, yeah, they're pretty nightmarish. Like also. In, in the in the world. That's pretty um, clever cosplay. If she was going to do like a Game of Thrones character, that's actually like probably one of the more unique ones she could have picked. That's, that's pretty it good. It's
0: amazing. But yeah, I was just like, no, nice. Like there.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> oh man. In in work, we have these art challenges at Clothcat and they're brilliant. Um, An awesome girl, uh, Sophie Dutton, uh, so- sorts them out, comes up with the themes and everything. And uh, it was Game of Thrones to line up with the release of the new series coming out, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Hell yeah, I'm going to do a slam in piece. It's going to be all. I'm going to do full I thought I really need to brush up on my my painting skills. Uh, I I just concentrate on the line art, and then I'm just like, uh, "Splash of color, pff, whatever." So I was like, "Okay, cool. Let's let's better myself and up my skills." So I was going to do this uh, John Snow and Egret. Oh, this means nothing to you. Sorry, Stacey. <laughs> it's the bit. It's the bit when they're basically they're lovers. She is a wildling. He's a he's a man of the night's watch. It's like Romeo and Juliet. It's great. Um, so they're they're on top of the wall and they're like, oh, their like, little foreheads are touching, and they're all like, we did it. We made it. And it's really amazing lighting and it's a really nice moment in the series. Um, so I was like, cool. Get a screenshot. Paint that. Uh, so I did the line art. Got sort of you know the comp done one day and I was like cool. Next day let's get this painting on. Spend about two hours on it. It does look like a piece of shit because with painting you have to build up on it, so it, it didn't look great. But it was like this is you know this this might do this like I might do this. <laughs> Photoshop just blinks off like like it's just there. It's there for like one second and the next it's just boom. there's no like oh warning the the software is cl-. there's none of that. It's just beep, and it's gone. And I being an absolute toss pot did not save it for those two hours. <laughs> so it was it was gone. It was I was like, oh, that's that shows me for trying to better myself. <laughs> so uh, I, I submitted nothing <laughs> on that art challenge. I did end up putting the line art on my Instagram mm-hmm. just just for something. Just like oh here's something. Which uh way? the remnant. Yeah, the remnant <laughs> I tried, literally. <laughs> Hashtag fuck my life. Um, the remnants of my failure. Um, so yeah, I put the, I put the line art on my Instagram, but I'm oh, so gutted. Like, Photoshop, you piece of, <laughs> you piece of shit. Save your work, guys, like, oh, it's yeah. such a, it's such a new mistake as well. Like, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, oh, I must have saved like maybe 10 minutes ago, open it up. Oh. <laughs> It's all gone. <laughs> oh, I know. It was so sad times, but uh, I've learned my lesson now and I'm just going to auto-save everything. <laughs> so, so it's fine. I'm so
0: glad that I don't ever do anything like arty digitally. I mean, I couldn't for a start because I'm crap. <laughs> I um, I have a lately lately. I'm trying to improve my inking skills because I'm quite cool. therapeutic and life is stressful at the moment. Um <laughs> So what I've been doing is so like copying doing. other mm. people's pictures from online because yeah. I can't draw and then inking them and then putting them online as if to say like, "Hey, look at this badass thing I sort of sort of drew. I kind of copied it, but I sort of drew it." <laughs> do you credit the original arties? I do. As long as I'm you not do that, that's fine. <laughs> cool. As long as you credit, that's that's fine. I don't I'm not very good though at inking yet because I'm I don't know how to use pens properly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, t- it's, sometimes it's just the brush you've got, man. Like sometimes you just got to download the right brush and then you're like, oh my God, my entire world has opened. Here's me being a doofus using the default Photoshop brushes. And then you download like a, a brush pack and you're like, oh my God, it's like I'm a real artist. Like, yeah, sometimes just the brush you use makes a huge difference, like depending on how you draw. So that, that can make a difference. Yeah, I'm going to
0: have to just like keep trying, I think. Hey, um, I've just realised that we've been waffling for a really long time. Oh, well, it's it's more than I know. Can you can you imagine me waffling? (laughs) (laughs) Never. And I wanted to bring up Ducktales before we did a skidoosh.
1: Sweet, cool. Let's let's do it.
0: Let's do it. I watched it for this podcast, so I I know my shit now. Good, good. Were you a Ducktales fan back in the day of the original Ducktales?
1: Okay, so I remember it. And I remember watching it on Saturdays, but I'm not sure if it was the one I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm watching DuckTales at this time. But I'm trying to, think, trying to remember what year it came out, like the original. But I definitely watched it. And I like when I was watching the new one, I was like, oh, God, yeah, that and stuff like that. And God, oh, that theme tune, man. Oh, Ooh,
0: that gets, that's, that's done.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I definitely watched the original when I was a kid. Cause I, I, I think really, my brother liked it a bit more.
0: Yeah. I really loved the original. Like, it's one of those annoying things with me. I don't know what's wrong with my brain, but there are so many things <laughs> from my childhood that I know that I was obsessed with back then, like DuckTales and Count Duckula and the 90s Spider-Man mm. cartoon. But I can't tell you oh, why it happened in any given episode. I think that's just our brain. I've
1: just quickly looked it up. Uh, DuckTales was released from 1987 to 1990 so I was born when it finished
0: (laughs) (laughs) so I was watching reruns which makes sense yeah me too I was obsessed with the video game as well where for some reason you used pogo oh they they did um they did a remake of that didn't they recently (laughs) yeah quite recently it's very snazzy now but I was I yeah when they said they were making a new one I was like okay I'm not sure how I feel about this yeah um, mm-hmm. after watching it all reservations have been thrown out the window I think it's better than the original
1: boom whoa yeah oh my god better. you're gonna get like hate
0: mail is gonna be through <laughs> the roof <laughs> nah because everybody all agree with me um <clears throat> the like literally the only one teeny tiny negative I have. And this is the mm. thing that's always irked me, is I cannot understand a word Donald Duck ever says.
1: Oh, I thank understand. God I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just started talking. Yeah. Oh, I man, like, he just, the first, <laughs> his first line, I was like, no idea. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I understood it better when I was a kid, because, like, I don't know. But he started talking, and I was like, oh, what? Like, I understood, like, the first word. That's my great you so duck impression babysitting. And, and then, then the, the yeah way- you would understand like the first word and then duck noises and then the last word yeah I don't know if that's intention
0: I don't think it is I feel like you are meant to know what he's saying yeah well I was gonna say he just um, seemed to be saying full sentences so I can't imagine why they wouldn't want you to know what they were I even went and checked to see if it was a different voice actor because I thought perhaps whoever it is is like trying to do an impression of Donald Duck and really struggling. Oh. But it's the same guy it's been since like 1985. So Whoa. Okay. So maybe he's. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. But aside from him, like I absolutely fell in love with Dewey like almost immediately. Because I watched. The, Wait. Okay. So Dewey, which colour is he? The blue one. The blue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the one that had the most story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I watched quite recently at my sister's house the Ducktales movie, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp, I think it's called, which is essentially Aladdin but with Uncle Scrooge and the kids. <laughs> and mm. it struck me as quite noticeable that the kids don't really have any discernible personalities aside from all of them being boys, like just yes. running around being boys. That's sort of yeah. usually the opposite with like the girls, isn't it? That's,
1: yeah, that's it's usually like, oh, actually. you're the girl character, whereas the boys is like. Or
0: maybe it's just a stereotype of like triplets, right? They're all the same. (laughs) Maybe it's more like a
1: triplets trope.
0: It's possibly, but I thought that's one of the things that I really liked about this new version is that the three kids seem to have, like, you can tell that they're related and they're very, there's very sort of, like you say, the triplet trope, but they all feel like separate children with actual personalities. (laughs) They've gotten, like, really funny people for the cast as well. Like, I love Ben like, Schwartz who does Dewey's voice, and seeing Dewey do his little victory dances, uh, especially at the very end. I oh can man, can you imagine was Ben Schwartz so doing? That. I was crying. Oh man, <laughs> I want so that to cute. be a gif of my life. <laughs> I mean,
1: Ben Schwartz. I have such a like 50-50 relationship with that guy. Like, oh really? He's
0: funny, but in Parks and Rec. Uh, he's pretty much the only thing I like about Parks and Rec. <laughs> whoa! I'm a horrible ex- person. What? I'm so sorry. What? He's the best, <laughs> Ron Swanson. Really? All right,
1: I do, I'll you give you. trump Ron him over now. Ron Swanson. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay yeah. this this pod this podcast is going to have to come to a, to a close. Yeah, because <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> I run away. <laughs>
0: Click boop. <laughs> well, i love I love benny schwartz like i um do you listen to comedy bang bang or have you ever watched the comedy bang bang tv show oh no something new for me to jump on oh okay well, it's been going for like absolutely yonks but it's basically like a comedy improv podcast but on the TV show, Benny Schwartz uh, always plays. I keep calling him Benny Schwartz like he's my friend.
1: Ben Schwartz. I was going to say, it says Ben Schwartz on, like on Google. Like,
0: is that like an extra name that I don't know about? <laughs> no, it's just because that's what the, the, the host of Comedy Bang Bang always calls him or Benny Schwartz. Oh, I see. Okay. I was just thinking um, that's like, stuck that's in my that's head. Yeah. I just thought like,
1: yeah. oh, that's the title like Stacey's got yeah. on her Benny Schwartz shrine in her yeah. bathroom. <laughs> it's
0: like, It's like Thomas Middleditch will always be Tommy Middleditch to me because of Comedy Bang Bang. (laughs) 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 it's amazing. It's brilliant. But he, (laughs) like, in the Comedy Bang Bang TV show, Ben Schwartz plays this, like, agent who keeps accidentally booking himself onto the show rather than anybody famous (laughs) and then just (laughs) asks and it's hilarious. I love it. And all of his Comedy Bang Bang podcast episodes are amazing. They usually end up just, like, Singing show tunes. Oh my god, okay, I need to write
1: that and add that to list.
0: I love Bobby Moynihan as uh, the green, whichever one the green is. (laughs) (laughs) Louis. There you go, he's adorable. And I love the fact that Webby isn't just like a twee. Oh, Webby.
1: Holy moly. I mean, I do love the, um, the voice actress, to be fair. Kate. Oh, here we go. Let's murder this name. That thanks <laughs> you to save me, embarrassing myself. Yeah, like oh my god, she is so great. I love her and everything she's in. Like voice acting, especially like she's in Steven Universe and she's in like she's got a band. I don't know if you listen to a band. Like oh man, she's <laughs> yes. fantastic. Oh her band, man. The first time I listened to them, I was in work and I was crying. It's the song man, about which one was it? when the bean smoke that I love. <laughs> Oh, that that one. I li- I do love that one, but I think the one that got me crying was... Um, how was it called? It's the one about... It's the song about, like, being... Oh, like, I'm going to be so liberal and, yeah, I'm going to have sex with a woman. Like, yeah, because cause we live in that open society now. And then she, like, you know, they're making out a bit. Yeah, like, woo, go back to the bedroom. And then she sees a vagina and she's like... Wah! Wah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the song. And for some reason, they just... Oh, man. And it's just like, okay, maybe maybe I'm not quite as as, you know, left wing as I thought I was, but <laughs> it's just such a weird song, but I don't know why. it just I think it was just a vomit sound.
0: <laughs> but like they were and they were you know, they were both doing it. Yeah, I think they've got a song about accidentally masturbating in a go kart as well.
1: Oh my god, go karting masturbating. <laughs> yes. That's oh my god. Song. Yes. Yeah, oh. <laughs> It's the not. kind of songs she where I'm like, <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's, she's been in Steve <laughs> Universe, so she's, she's had some nice, you know, cartoon kid friendly associations. But I think a lot of her stuff is adult orientated, but she's so cute. Like, have you, oh, she's she's, have you seen her? She's like a little chipmunk. She's adorable. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed her as Webby. Oh, and, uh, Danny Poody as who we love him like oh my god him and community oh, oh,
0: best well him, you, him and a combination of him and troy together absolute best oh, in the world Troy and Abad in the morning love it <laughs> <laughs> so
1: good oh, yeah man,
0: i love it so much and you can get that on a ticket he did such a good job fair play good good was- david tennant I was really scared that he was going to just do sort of like a impression of Alan Young and it was going to go horribly, horribly wrong. But he was just like Scottish. <laughs> it was really... I funny.
1: mean, yeah. But it, um, yeah, like I didn't think... I mean, I could tell it was him, but I feel like to yes. the average, you know, the average person wouldn't really go, oh, that's David Tennant. Like, because yeah, he is putting on a voice and he does still sound like Scrooge McDuck. So he's done a really good job. The person that plays Miss... Um, basically the woman that is not a secretary, as she keeps saying, <laughs> the nanny. Blue She had a
0: bloody sexy voice for like a granny. <laughs> well, do you know what? And and it's like, like, oh. like, she's quite a she's quite a large, frumpy-looking duck too. You're not you don't expect that. Yeah, yeah she does have quite yeah. a delightful voice. Doesn't she? Beakley. That's
1: Appar- her name. Mrs. Beakley. Ah, uh, okay. Apparently, Lin Manuel Miranda. I have no idea if you know who he is, but he's mm. going to be he. Benton, or I, he's not in it yet, but that's a character he's gonna play. And Lin Manuel the
0: arrival of Paul F. Tompkins. Ooh. Oh, when do you think that'll be? I don't know, but I love him so him. much. I want it to be immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which character does he play?
0: I'm I'm googling that right now because I'm not prepared. Because Go- he, and... he
1: he did not come up on the DuckTales cast list. But you know, you click Google and you like cast, and it comes up with the you know the most googled searches. Um I did not make the cut <laughs> Linwell Miranda did though And I bet I bet he's like a character in one episode <laughs> Or something
0: No he's not coming up in my list either What if I've made oh. that and it was a wonderful dream <laughs> I mean that's a good dream Well yeah that, that is true Gladstone Gander No idea but sounds good mm, Maybe it'll be a one episode This I'm <laughs> not but sure about that one Paul F. Tompkins is his, is his voice It's so wonderful I need to. And comes back next month. Uh, Whoa, really? My um, my husband is showing oh, me a man. picture of um Gladstone Gander, and he's wearing a very dapper, like green suit. It looks very wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Is he just there chilling out in the background? Uh, yeah. Well, he did. He was working, but now he's playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. Ah, which is a game I actually used to be kind of good at, but I've forgotten all of the controls too now. (laughs) I mean, out of all the game, when you said game,
1: I was going through all kinds of games, and that was not the game I was expecting anyone to say on this
0: time in history. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's an old game now. For for his birthday, my nan bought him a Raspberry Pi, which is like some sort of game, a thing that I don't understand because I'm not very good at um, technology. But it just means I can play Digger T-Rock. And not have to get my NES out, so you know, good time. Fair. I do
1: not get to play as many games as I would like because I just have my laptop and it's a Mac, so it's a pretty limited. On you know, I can't play any hardcore console games on it, and I haven't got a console. I got a little Wii Nintendo mm-hmm. 2DS though. That uh, he does the job for my Pokemon needs once in a while. Uh, and on you a know, nice long
0: train, if you but on your phone, in it. So you know,
1: there's always... that's true. That's true. But most, most of my games are going to be like Mac friendly, small games that I can get on Steam. And that's about it. Basically all the Telltale games. <laughs> I love those games.
0: I don't know if you've played any, but I haven't personally because I am terrible at games. I can't really play video <laughs> games that have any sort of stakes because I get panicked.
1: Oh, oh, these would, oh, I've had, <laughs> I've literally paused the game on multiple occasions on different franchises of their games. I think Game of Thrones was the last one where I just was pausing it, and I was like, "Nope, nope, 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 can't, nope, I can't do this decision now. I'm, I'm not qualified." <laughs> oh man, it's the Game of Thrones one was particularly mean because no matter what decision you made, it was a tough one. It was just like, yeah. "Oh come on, really?" Like you have to make this horrible decision of like which character dies, and I was like, "I like both of them." <laughs> I was like, "No." Oh, it sucked. I was, and it was just before going to bed as well, so I had to go to sleep with that bloody thing on my conscience. And I was like, oh,
0: stupid,
1: <laughs> stupid Game of Thrones telltale making me feel shit.
0: <laughs> but uh, so I did watch Witch yeah. play the Fables one, but oh, you what's know, well, my like? I can't play this. Oh this because my terrible. I don't have to make these decisions, man. Like, <laughs> <That> is,
1: oh, <sighs> yeah, I l- love that one. That was a brilliant, brilliantly crafted story, and the voice acting was really. Well done on it as well. and oh, there's going to be a second one coming out.
0: Yay! So I'll you can I'll watch him it. make more horrific decisions and panic <laughs> so about everything on my conscience. I'm like it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that note, I think that's hmm. you know, the end of our ramble fests Unless you've got anything desperate. Wow. Uh, nope. <laughs> 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 Just- Jolly good. In that case, then, do you want to tell people where they can find you and your wares? Upon them? oh my god,
1: yes, I've prepared for this.
0: You can contact me
1: on my Twitter, uh, which is flourishing quirk, but it is spelled incorrectly, and that is completely intentional because flourishing quirk, spelled correctly, was taken, and I was like, nope, I'm going to be flourishing quirk. And if you just take the oh wow, it's almost the same. <laughs> so I'm flourishing without the O, and then quirk, all one word, on Twitter. And basically, I'm part of a arts collaborative with my buddies called Wine and Zine. Uh, so we've just released our gender swap zine that you can pre-order online on our wineandzine.bigcartel.com. So you can pre-order that. And it's basically me and my friend, uh, Jessica Leslaw, Jenna Roberts, Claire Spiller, and Sarah Williams, and we've all gotten together and gotten our favourite franchise, movies, all that good stuff, and gender-swapped them, and just to see what discussions that brings. Uh, so, of course, I did Rick and Morty.
0: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so,
1: Ricky and Morticia is what I came up with. I already love it. <laughs> know what, female Rick. Uh, that was hard. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Couldn't think of any... What well, like what character I mean Rick's a unique character anyway, but like a female version I had nothing to work with. I was like <laughs> and when he when he goes to Rick World there's no female Ricks. They're all male. All Morty's. They're all they're all male. You have Hammer Morty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is but Morty. You haven't got a, Morty. Yeah. Oh, is that the, the um I know which one you're Mabel. on about. There's a different Mabel Morty in the Citadel in the first episode of series three. Twin girl and boy poems. Hmm. Okay, so
1: there's a don't half confused. twin. It's a half yeah, twin. Well, it's more of a reference to Gravity Falls, isn't it? Yeah. Then, than a then a female Morty. <laughs> mm, okay, but okay. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff. There's there's Rick and Morty. There's Hunchback of Notre Dame. There's Harry Potter. There's the uh, Mario Brothers or the Mario Maria Sisters. <laughs> and instead of the Frankenstein's bride, there's the Frankenstein's husband, and um, many more. Uh, so we're selling that at thought Bubble, So that'll be fun. But you can pre-order it now. But basically, we want to sell them signed. So we can't sign them until we're all together, which is at thought Bubble. That's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see everyone there. And then also, I'm organizing a dog charity zine, which is way more work than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, oh, it's mental. But that's going really well. We've had some mind-blowing... People apply. There's going to be such awesome people on it. Like, I can't, I can't wait. So the deadline for that is 26th of August. So if you want to apply for that, let me get the ad. This is so unprofessional. (laughs) If you want to apply for that, please send examples of your work. It doesn't have to be dog, but preferably would be dog uh, to wineandzineshop at gmail.com. And that would be awesome. And I think it'll be available Hopefully to buy by Christmas. Excellent. <laughs> if it all goes to plan, hopefully.
0: <laughs> if any of you want to do a tweet at me, because that's the most sensible place to come and try and talk to me, you can tweet <laughs> Stacey's Parlour, Stacey with an E, Parlour with a U. You can also email me <laughs> at Parlour at gmail.com or come and join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group or leave me a review somewhere, unless you're going to say horrible things, in which case don't do that just back away from fuck off you. yeah and on that note <laughs> <Bye, laughs> do listeners don't let smooch don't let smooch. no <laughs> I love the idea that the last thing oh, you just said God. to the listeners was "fuck off <laughs> no that's not the person I am <laughs> go on oh do a proper bye I'll edit it in it'll be seamless
1: oh okay oh shit maybe it should be fuck off <laughs> no it won't be
0: <laughs> uh bye this was awesome my first podcast yay yay well thank you so much for deciding to do your first podcast on this one because uh this is a a, a crap one
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is this is really nice this is just goofing off so this is this is really fun i really enjoyed it
0: oh good i've enjoyed having a chat too and uh my stomach feels better now i was feeling a bit iffy beforehand oh, no. we have, we've we've done a tweet together but we haven't spoken to each other and I was like oh well she hates me oh <laughs> what one. no yeah oh, I told oh, you I'm adorable but no that. you're
1: oh no you're lovely oh oh thanks shut
0: up <laughs> I'm gonna stop well, on... otherwise this is gonna yeah. walk in again. <laughs> this is just be us going Ah. oh, oh. Just all the outtakes are just, just going, No, you're brilliant. No, you're
1: brilliant. This must be like, Oh, God. like what is this? Oh, I hate them both. I said both.
0: Should <laughs> Meet me in outer space. We could spend a night watching the